All right. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Anytime someone says like, hello, it sounds like they're saying, hello, welcome to Movie Phone. Movie phone. <laughs> you remember when you had to call Movie Phone to like know when the movies were happening? <laughs> no. Okay. I looked in a newspaper. Yeah. Well, you yeah, could call Movie that. Phone and they would like tell you. No, I never did that. It was newspaper and then like it was online. Or you could call them. Yeah, I never did that though. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Sorry. <laughs> you should apologize for being younger. Okay. <laughs> it's my fault. My mom didn't have me when she was 21. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. <laughs> well, okay, Nikki. Welcome <laughs> to our podcast. That's how we're doing this? Okay. Hi, I'm Alex. I'm Nikki. And this is Swipe Fat. This is episode 12. I know. This is crazy. Also, I like the number 12. So I'm really excited that it's the first time we're going to have a guest is um, number 12. I know. And we're over 20,000 streams, which is sick. Yeah. See, two. It's all in twos. Two's yeah. my favorite number. I really like twos. It's all happening. It's all happening. But I would like, please, if you're listening to this, like pause it and go subscribe to our podcast and give us a rating that really helps us so if you can like give us the gift of that we really appreciate you that's all we asked for is your mm-hmm. love giving us a rating is like giving us a hug yeah yeah, yeah. that's nice that's yeah. cute I feel like we have a lot of updates actually from last week just because you know we're filming like a dating show or whatever <laughs> yeah I filmed two episodes um I went on two dates this past weekend yes that was and a lot of fun I well I got to recap with you after and I was mm-hmm. really excited to hear all about both of the dates but we're gonna keep all of that mum because That's just the word exactly we need some surprises for y'all mm-hmm. when you watch but I'm I don't know now I'm nervous for my dates I was like all excited for you and now <laughs> um I'm like wait now I have to go I don't want to I don't want to go <laughs> So I was really nervous at first, but I think the activity of cooking home chef mm-hmm. meals yeah. made it super easy. Yeah. I do like the fact that there's like an activity and it's not just like sitting and talking. That's also, I was really awkward. worried. Yeah. I was really worried because like we had, like I thought we were going to have to cut a bunch of items like produce, but mm-hmm. we're doing the cool oven ones. Yeah. They're like they, oven ready, right? Yeah. They pre-chop for you. So I liked that nobody had to see my chopping that. skills. No one had to see your chopping skills. Are they? Yeah. Are, are your chopping skills to be desired? No. They're lackluster at best. Yeah, to be des- <laughs> left to be desired. Yeah, that's left what I was trying added. to say. Sorry. Oh, you said to be desired. I was like, they're not desired. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants them. No guy would see that and be like, yeah, she's domestic wife that one please <laughs> I was folding t-shirts at work today to restock the swag room and I was like wow I feel so domestic like I was folding them on one of those um folding things like mm-hmm. the yeah I don't know what that's what called. you think of it when you think of domestic is like I was folding <laughs> but because I was folding them so perfectly and then I was stacking okay. them like okay. I hang everything so I don't have to fold <laughs> like oh my god Jess walked into my room uh Jess is our videographer by yeah the way. and she walked in my room to turn off the light when we were shooting and I just had gotten laundry out of the dryer a yeah. bunch of laundry and then also the tornado of trying on different outfits to decide what I wanted to wear to shoot and it was all on my bed so I could put it away after we were done and she's like she was shocked her face was was, yeah I was yeah and I was on a date when she saw it I was like great well here we go (laughs) I was like yeah I don't I think that's a common thing people don't like folding laundry so yeah I'm not good at it it's fine I have to do it immediately or um it'll stay in the dryer for like days well um I left stuff in the dryer for two days my sheets and uh you have to redo it at that point no, 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 somebody stole them. Oh my God. Or threw them away. But all of my sheets, like all of them. Wait, so except you don't have any the, sheets anymore? Are you like a frat the, boy now? Except for the ones that were on my bed. They're okay. all gone. And my mom's coming into town. 
to take care of me because I'm getting surgery. And I'm like, I need to go buy more sheets immediately. You just need to go to Target. Just go to Target, get some cheapos. I am. But like. (laughs) Wow. What a bummer. I like very specific sheets. I'm Uh-oh. kind of I'm bougie when it comes to sheets. You're fancy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I like I like a nice bed. Yeah. So who doesn't? My, you know what? Whoever got my period sheets, you're welcome. <laughs> you know you won't. You don't need period sheets if you have period underwear. <laughs> Are we trying to do? <laughs> this is definitely not an ad, but I love them. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. They're just great uh, for that specific thing. Yeah. Sleeping. No mm-hmm. more waking up in a murder scene. Yeah. Maybe I'll try them one day. You're not going to. The, the, phase, the phase you're giving me right now says no. I might try them. You know what? Knows. I'll buy them for you for your birthday. My birthday? That's my 31st birthday gift is a pair of period underwear. You're welcome. <sighs> they're expensive man I know fine I'll try them in May we got a long time perfect well but you can get used to the idea of it so just like think about it every month like how great would it be if I was wearing period underwear instead of these murder sheet bundies okay (laughs) oh my god sorry we got way off course here I would just like to say because I found out that like guys I've dated in the past are now listening to the podcast and like maybe future guys I might date have listened to the podcast um like don't judge me don't judge us (laughs) I guess that's true I mean I found out I found out people that I used to date are listening to too but also my uncle still yeah but like think like later down the line like I don't know years like a future husband future husband decides to go listen to this I don't know if I would want that just don't but what if he does it and we don't give him permission I mean when I wouldn't give some, you know like I'm not trying to date someone where who I give permission to do things <gasps> oh my our gosh guest our first here. guest is here hey Natalie we're so excited to have you thank you for having me I'm so excited I love swipe fat I'm a huge fan we're a huge fan. fan of yours Natalie's a petite plus size uh, fashion blogger in Chicago. Yeah, make sure you guys are following her on Instagram at Natalie in the city underscore. She's one of our friends. Um, and uh, she is, man, she's just the best. She shares a lot of styling tips, um, fashion advice uh, for plus size women. And she is also in a mixed weight relationship, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Um, something that Nikki and I also uh, have experience in so hopefully (laughs) hopefully we can talk a little bit about how we felt in those relationships and also kind of get Natalie's input as well and you're our first guest oh my god yeah that's literally incredible because seriously I've been listening to this podcast and I'm just like I love this podcast so freaking much and I'm your (laughs) first guest well I'm glad you love it because everybody seems to hate us and they just want (laughs) us to have a guest (laughs) it's true like from day one they're like so when are you having guests when are you gonna have a guest and we're like okay but do you like us <laughs> or not <laughs> no I, as soon as I like started listening I was like dude they hit gold like this this is this is something that like nobody's talking about and I'm just like this is gonna go so far and you guys are so so entertaining what I remember listening to like the first episode and I was like well I wish they had episode two up already and then I remember listening to another episode and like I skipped out the week before and I was just like cool I got another episode coming so like I don't know what people are talking about but you know what? <laughs> we no, finally got a guest on be happy people and we got a good one so okay who's your your boyfriend how long have you guys been together so my boyfriend Terry and I we've been together for three years now we just celebrated our third year anniversary so yeah it's like super exciting we started long distance and um then we met we met on instagram he actually slid into my dm whoa (laughs) yeah and we were like talking yeah we were talking and then we met and then eight months after like we made it official he moved to chicago and he's been here ever since, and we've just been 
doing the thing. <laughs> That's so you great. guys are the best. I love watching your stories with Terry. He's just so funny. He he really is. Like he's just like a real life comedian. Like I laugh at him just even when he's not trying to be funny. He's just literally hilarious. But I saw he's modeling now too. So you guys are two models and just, you know, a yeah. couple goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He actually um this brand Muggsy reached out to me through my Instagram and they were like, Hey, so, um, and they sell men's clothing. So I was like, um, what, what is this? <laughs> and they were like, so, um, we were wondering if your boyfriend would be interested in modeling for our brand. I was like, Oh, cool. Cause you know, he doesn't have Instagram anymore. He's, oh, he doesn't No, Yeah. He's like totally, um, antisocial when it comes to the social medias all of a sudden, like he just, he that's just, so like, funny. Cause how have you met, you know? I know yeah and yeah we both met at a time where like he was like trying to get off social media and then I was like I started like blocking all the men who started following me on social media so he like really slid in there like right at the right time but yeah so they like so now he's modeling which is really cool but that's something that he's always wanted to do so (laughs) okay so he's a model that like gives people an idea of what he looks like yeah, tall, dark, and handsome. He's around like six two, I think, and he's just like really beautiful. <laughs> he's super cute, and of course, he's he's thin. We have totally different body types. Like we used to describe us as like the number ten because like <laughs> I'm short and round, <laughs> and he's uh, tall and skinny. So <laughs> we're like we would we would say like we're like the number ten. You're the per- you're a perfect ten. I like that. That'll be our wedding hashtag if, you know, like, <laughs> if I ever get that worthy. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be perfect. So we see you as the perfect 10 and you guys see you as the perfect 10, but like society, mm-hmm. like, doesn't necessarily have you, or maybe they do, but have you had like run into any issues dating a tall, dark and handsome man? Well, so, I mean, I know when I first started talking to him and I started, you know, like posting about him on social media, like people would be like, wow, like in so many words, they'd be like, you know, he's like kind of hot and he's, you know, like really built and like really muscular. And, you know, they were kind of insinuating, like, how did you land this guy? Mm-hmm. And so, it, yes, like in the beginning was very weird and obviously like, our bodies are so different. And so like when we're out together, I don't really like see people stare at us and be like, you know, that's weird, but I'm sure it happens. <laughs> and it, there's been a couple of times where like girls have like been to him been like, you know, like you're like tall and skinny and she's, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but she's like big. And that's, that's something that I think we've encountered a couple of times. And honestly like it's just it's it's like their own it's like their own issues not your issues right like exactly I think like I've definitely felt not to make this all about me but um (laughs) I've definitely not (laughs) had the same like my last ex was skinny as well or like muscular you know like went to the gym a lot and I think there was always this like concern I had it was my own concern so it's like in my own head but like that we would be out I'd be worried that like a you know uh women were gonna try to hit on him um because they didn't think that we would be together that's my own insecurity yeah you know like coming to play but like it has happened to me in the past where like a woman will hit on my boyfriend in front of me because they think that like I don't deserve him and that is like a real big hit to the ego. <laughs> um, so I think like that's, for me, was like a hard part of being in a mixed weight relationship where it's like, when we're together, it's not a problem because it's not an issue for us collectively. But then when we're outside, it seems like it's an issue for other people. And then I get in my own head about it. Yeah, I think I experienced that like when Terry, cause Terry and I go to the gym a lot together. Mm-hmm. And I think- you know, like I lift weights with him and which there are no fat women lifting weights. They're just, they're just aren't like, I've never seen one. (laughs) So it's already kind of a point where I feel like, all right, I'm different here. Clearly people like can see me and be like, this 
this is interesting. This is new. And then they see me with my boyfriend and he'll do something like they probably think of him as like my trainer until he like hugs me from behind or like spanks my butt Mm -hmm. or something like that. And then I, I usually feel okay about it. But I know when we first start going, because sometimes we'll take breaks and then we'll go back again when we first start going, I like really get in my head sort of like similar to like what you were saying, Alex, is like I get in my head and I'm just like, wow, are people like judging us? Like thinking like, why is he with her? Like she doesn't deserve him or like, why would he find her attractive? And I like really just try to battle that because I know like my body has nothing to do with the man I deserve, you know? So it's frustrating. Yeah. And it's like, we know we can tell ourselves that like 9 million times. And I, and I have over and over. Um, but sometimes I think when you're in it, it's a little bit difficult. So like for me, when I was in a mixed weight relationship, I don't think I was necessarily insecure out in public. I think I was more insecure at home at first with my body and him. And then I have those dumb thoughts, like, am I going to break him? And of course I'm not going to fucking break him. And then you get comfortable and you're like, okay. Like I was with basically a string bean. He wasn't muscular mm-hmm. like your guys is. He had the V, but not because he was muscular, just because he was so skinny. <laughs> That's my favorite description of your ex ever. It's, I think it's the best. Like, it's like, because I was so impressed at first. I was like, oh yeah, he has a V. And then I realized like how thin he was. Because he constantly mm. talks about how thin he was and because he was always trying to go to the gym and gain weight, but he just couldn't. So I think it was like finding little things that made me mm. comfortable at first, like his wingspan, he was tall. So he had a wide wingspan. So then like, once I was like cuddling with him, I was like, okay, I feel like embraced. And so mm. I don't feel giants. I don't know. It was just little things like that, that helped me in the bedroom. Did you have any issues, Did, like either of you guys, inside the bedroom with, with your smaller boyfriends? So I've always dated taller men. And so right off the bat, like whether I was at the smaller end of my like fatness and I don't do, and we're okay with using the word fat. Oh, mm-hmm. 100%. That's a great word. We're fat. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Like we're owning that fat. It's just a descriptor yeah. and it doesn't mm-hmm. need to be negative. Somebody no, commented, but- they're like, why do you call it swipe fat? You should call it swipe curvy. I'm like, because Kim Kardashian is curvy. Yes, we have curves, but we're fat. That's just what it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, As far as the bedroom goes, so I've always been with like already, I'm five foot two, so I'm short. Mm-hmm. And I've always been you know, fat, chunky. Yeah, and so I have always dated men who don't look like me. Like they're much taller, you know, some men have been like thicker than others. Some men have been skinny. So I think like when, before I was confident, obviously, and I would say that was probably like in high school, Mm -hmm. I would say that I was more confident in college. That's when I started becoming more confident, but in high school, like, yeah, that was, I, you know, I really actually don't remember like how I felt in the bedroom in high school late high school okay but I think I think with Terry specifically um like he's probably the most different guy I've ever dated like different looking okay so I was a little concerned but you know especially because we met on Instagram (laughs) like we would FaceTime all the time and like we were FaceTiming for like a month and whatnot and so he and and of course you know I post like full body pictures I'm like going live on Instagram talking to people like he had a great idea of what I looked like without filters you know this that and the other but still like I was still afraid to meet him and like be like okay like am I what you expect and of course like I was afraid to be intimate with him but he quickly like made me feel comfortable and was just like I mean I've never had somebody like just fully accept and love my body the way he has like he makes it a point to be like you know I love like I love this and at first I was like well I'm insecure about my tummy and he's just like I love like I love your tummy like your tummy it's just it's so cute it's so like this and that and he makes me feel good about it and even like when I'm like laying in bed you know like you know (laughs) I saw this like meme where it was just like if you didn't like sit like this you like didn't grow up fat you know (laughs) like where you're like sure it's okay your chin right yeah and and even then he's just like stop like don't like what are you trying to hide like 
you know? So early on in the relationship, he really just kind of dispelled those like insecurities for me. Cause he quickly was just like, listen, like, I, I know who you are. Like, I know what you look like. And the only thing he said that was different when he met me in person was that he was surprised at how short I actually was. He was like, damn, you are so short. Like sometimes he looks at me and he's like, where is the rest of you at? <laughs> like, you're just like, not like, I mean, he's tall. So yeah, he's tall. It, but that's hilarious. Know what, at least you get to wear heels. Yes. True. I don't have that luxury. So you get to wear heels. Wear the damn heels. Wear the damn heels either way. I know. I hate I don't like to be taller. I don't like to be taller than the guy. That's my own insecurity. <laughs> totally. I don't know. I had to, so I feel like I had the opposite. I feel like I love that like you and Terry talked about it openly because mm-hmm. my ex and I didn't really talk about um that we were like in a mixed weight relationship. It wasn't ever something that like we acknowledged, you know. Like I never mentioned it, you know, because we met in real um IRL. We met IRL. in the wild. In the wilds at a <laughs> at a bar. So I think I was like, well, he knows what he's getting. Like we met mm-hmm. in the wild. Um, but mm-hmm. so I never like brought it up. But I think like towards the end, and like when I knew, like you know, when you have a sixth sense, like you know things are not going well. Like when I started to know mm-hmm. things were not going well, then I like started to think about it when we mm-hmm. were having sex. But I think like before then, I, I never really thought about it, which is surprising mm-hmm. actually. Because I thought about it more when we were outside, when I felt like people were like looking at us like we weren't supposed to be together. We were in an interracial relationship. So I think that's another thing like, you know, that we had to like work through because, and I think honestly, probably more important than like mixed weight. So that was mm-hmm. like, I think I had, we had a lot of women looking at us like we weren't supposed to be together mm-hmm. um, in general. So it was hard to know if it was because of um, our colors or because of our weight difference, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't, sometimes I think it was hard for me to know. So then it was just like an insecurity about everything. <laughs> so you're like, I don't know, like people are judging me for all these things combined. Just makes it a little bit more difficult. And then not bag, talking about it. You the know? bag full of insecurities. It just like eats away at you. Mm-hmm. Natalie, you said that like you dated, um, you mostly dated like skinny guys in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it a mix? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it was definitely a mix. Like I've dated, I mean, I've dated guys who were thinner. I've dated guys who were thicker. Um, Have you ever dated a fat guy though? No, never. I haven't. Okay. Mm-mm. I haven't Alex, I, no, I haven't. I, that was my first relationship. He was fat. That has its own set of things too. Do you feel like people were judging you because you were both fat? Oh, for sure. Um, I think like we would go out to a restaurant and people would look at us, especially because I just had gastric sleeve surgery a little bit before we met. So I would try to share meals with him because I couldn't eat like anything and he would refuse and just order two meals and like basically eat both like of our dishes Mm -hmm. and that was like people would stare at that Mm -hmm. um and also it was a thing of like you gain weight in a relationship but like in this sense anything that was positive was reinforced with food all we did was eat like that was our only activity he would like we would just go and eat Mm -hmm. so it was that was that was different than like anything that I've had with other relationships because like I reward myself with food I don't know if you guys do but it's like if I have like I do yeah I mean I think that that's like a very common problem but he would reward things in the relationship with food oh like if like if we had a fight when we made up we went to a really nice dinner like immediately that's interesting yeah things like that and then also in the bedroom there was a a laziness factor that I had to get through he would not want to have actual intercourse mm. because it was too much work, he said. Okay, so what did he want to do instead? Like handies, like he wouldn't even want me to go down on him. He'd rather get a handy. And like, okay. like it would be mutual at the same time and then we would be done. Interesting. Do you think that's I, lazy or again, insecurities? I think it was his laziness factor because we did have sex at like in the beginning, the beginning. Of the okay yeah and then it changed but I can't say that's all bigger guys but you're saying that's yeah. your one experience 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then any, like all my other guys have been thinner. And then the things that happened in that relationship didn't happen in the mixed weight relationships. Well, I've definitely like gone on dates with like fat guys and uh, okay. So I dated this, I went on a few dates with this guy and he lived in Wisconsin. And I know Nikki was like, I don't know how you did that, but we met on hinge Mm -hmm. and we went on like I think three dates total and he would like drive here from Wisconsin insane and he didn't spend the night right no um no he would drive back every single time (sighs) yeah because I was trying to I thought he was potential like had good potential Mm -hmm. and I was trying to be good but also I think part of me like I was always attracted to him when we were sitting down and okay. then when we would stand up and then like we would walk to the car or something mm-hmm. like he had it seemed like he had trouble like, oh walking yeah well not like he like one of his like he, he would um hobble a little on like one foot and I was like this is like really unattractive I don't mm-hmm. know why and now I'm like in my head about am I just not attracted to you because you're fat and now mm-hmm. am I like my own worst enemy? So it's like, I'm in my own head then about yeah. like, am I doing what I don't want people to do to me? Because mm-hmm. I saw him hobble. Like, why is that a big deal? Though we did have a really good second kiss. Our first kiss was horrible, but our second kiss was really good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is going places. And then he moved to California. So we couldn't find oh. out. We couldn't okay. find out. He can't drive from California. No. What if he was lying, guys, and he's still in Wisconsin somewhere, and he was just, like, completely lying? I would never be opposed to dating a guy who was fat. And, like, and some of the guys I have dated have been, like, thicker. They would probably call themselves fat, but, like, mm-hmm. me, an actual fat, would be, like, dude, sorry, you're not fat. Yeah, you have a <laughs> like, dad bod. You know. Yeah, dad bod. <laughs> yeah, like. But yeah, I mean, I would be, I, you know, if I was single again, I would have been open to it. Mm-hmm. I am too. I, don't think, yeah. I, I want, I mean, like, I kind of want to, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I just like want to try it, you know, it's like, I've never done it before. And I like want to, this give it a whirl. Like, I know. I want to give it a whirl. I want to ride that ride Let's get <laughs> on there. <laughs> <laughs> so where are the thick boys at? <laughs> yeah, so we, Nikki and I share an, um, a TikTok and yeah. um, I obviously have a type and Nikki has a type and so she get like we get these, like country like thick boys and I'm like okay and Nikki's like swipe swipe get out of here <laughs> I know that's right Alex you do like you yeah. like country music right I do mm-hmm. but I so- think the problem is then I'll go into their profiles and then I see like the background of their houses. <laughs> oh no. I know. And it'll be like Trump flags and yeah. I know. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. That's a deal breaker. I don't care what you look like. That's a deal breaker. Yes. Sorry. 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> god that was hilarious get a get a dog they said get a dog (laughs) we're professionals i swear oh ted he's Mm -hmm. you know what he's jealous because he's not the guest today i know i know he's normally just yeah yeah he's the center of attention normally Normally. exactly what are uh dating stories what kind of dating stories does ted have he does have a boyfriend he has a boyfriend uh name otis who's a schnauzer doodle and he lives down the street and ted is the bottom wow Mm -hmm. so ted does have a very elaborate dating story (laughs) he does (laughs) i like that ted has a bigger sex life than i do right now oh he has he he gets yeah he has way more sex than i do like so yeah yeah i wish I don't I know if it's always consensual sex, sex he's having, but he gets a lot of, has a lot of sex. My God, don't get, get it. you're going to get like the PETA people on yeah. our page. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, guys, he likes it. I swear he likes it. It's consensual. Oh my God. 
It's consensual. It's consensual. <laughs> Him and Otis P- Pickles are, um, you know, they're in love. It's fine. Ooh, you know what? I actually, I do have a question for you, Natalie. No, we got off topic, but I want to get back in there. I'm going to dive right in. But, um, like, <laughs> I know that you post a lot of, like, lingerie posts and mm. stuff, which mm-hmm. I love, and I wish I would have more confidence to do it, honestly. But, like, how does, does Terry what is like does he care about that stuff or no so in the beginning I think when we were like long distance I think he was always like joking like like put your titties up and like it's much funny when he says it Me yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but like I mean you know like my lingerie photos are like never like I'm never spread eagle no bent over like if they're just like they're like kind of like I call the pictures like they're for me. You yeah, know, they're like not they're, even like boudoir. You know, they're not no, even, they're tasteful you know. and pretty. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, so, for, really, they're for women, right? It's not like yeah. you're doing it yeah. for men. No, yeah, it, which is fine if you are. Like that's totally cool. But that's just like I just take them for me. I feel really beautiful in it, and like I mm. wear lingerie a lot, you know, for myself. And so I like I really like that. But you no, know, in the beginning, I think he was like he was kind of like ah, you know, you know, it's okay. But now he's like every time I send him like I send him a picture before I post it and he's just like he's like hell yeah like you know you look so good and he's always very supportive like sometimes he'll take my pictures but one time he posed in like a lingerie campaign with me oh so that was like really cute the photos like really weren't that great but <laughs> he's totally supportive of like literally everything I think since day one he's always just been like I really love like he loves my presence on social media he's like you know what you're like the things you're doing are different and you just like you have a message you can contribute so much and Mm -hmm. so it doesn't really matter like what I post he's always just there like everything you're saying and I think like most people they're like well how do you meet someone and how do you know that they're into you and it's I think like honestly everything you're saying is exactly what people should be looking for is like someone who just is super supportive from the get-go and you don't have to mm-hmm. feel like anyone but yourself, like around them, mm-hmm. I think is like the goal, right? So if you don't feel comfortable um, and it's coming from them, like putting that on you, that's mm-hmm. a red flag. But if it's your own stuff and yeah. they're, you know, you have to work through, that's different. But I don't know. It just sounds like he's so supportive of you that it like makes and you perfect. more confident. Well, it makes you more confident and like that's what it should be right like in a relationship yeah he's great and like you you asked a really good question like a lot of people are always wondering like how how can I find someone who's like into me or how do I know that they're Mm -hmm. into me it's just Mm -hmm. like I always say like you should never have to wonder if that person is into you like if they're into you they will show you Mm -hmm. like Terry I mean he, he lived in Virginia I lived here. He literally said, like, are you, like, what are you doing on these dates? And I said, like, nothing. I don't have any plans right now. And he, like, sent a plane ticket confirmation. My email was just, like, I'm coming to see you. Like, he, and he did that all on his own. It's, like, if people want you in their life, if people are interested in you, then, like, they will show you. And if they're not showing you and you have to ask and question, you have to, like, message them three times and then call them from a block number to make sure, like, they're not <laughs> dead, you you, you should never have to do that, sweetie. No, you deserve you so much not. better. You got to just stay strong on that. Totally. Can I just tell you, like, don't be mad at me, but his effort gave me some tingles. Like, that is so attractive that he put that effort in. I literally cried. I li- and literally, he, I mean, he's, so, he's such a thoughtful human. And, you know, like, when you're in a relationship for a long time, of course, like, you know, the relationship changes, but he's still like such a thoughtful person. And like, even I think we were 12 days away from seeing each other. Cause like he had bought the plane ticket and we had to like wait a whole month for him to like, it, there was some time for us. To, yeah. You know, yeah it wasn't like with- tomorrow. Yeah. And then like 12 days out, he sent me a dozen roses and he was just like, you know, like take a rose away. And like, when there's one rose left, I'll be there. And like, I mean, he's, Stop. he's, always been he's literally he's just so thoughtful does he have like a brother a cousin I know (laughs) he does have a brother he does have a brother but they're a brother should he apply to be on our dating show yeah have him apply to be on our dating show 
<laughs> just, just look at my face. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I think he's like 21. Oh, um, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. He's a baby. He's a I baby. am way too old for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How are you, Nikki? Yeah, I'm too old. But no, Terry's very he's very thoughtful and like I always say I always had to try so hard to like just figure out if a guy was into me and sometimes mm-hmm. I mean Terry's a man at the end of the day I still have to like pull things out of him like how do you feel yeah. you know yeah that's not any different but you should never have to like exert yourself so much just to find out if someone is interested in you like you should never have to work that hard it should never be that way you should never cry in the shower and be like, we're breaking up and then stay in the relationship. Like, that's a, that's a true no. story. I've had those where you cry in the shower and you're like, I should break up with him. We shouldn't be together. He's not worth it. And then you're like, but I love him. And then three, three weeks later, you do the same thing. No, you guys haven't done that fine. I mean, I've definitely stayed in relationships too long knowing that it was not going to end well. Like, and I do think that some of that is like goes back to being well first of all first I think it's like women in general we just like mm-hmm. automatically think you know things will get better like we're general optimists about relationships but some part of me I remember like okay so I was in a relationship and I actually went to see um someone who like does a picture of like your aura and um I we were not having like major issues at the time I uh, boyfriend and I but like things weren't like amazing like mm-hmm. they had been in the beginning and I was definitely like it'll get better it's just like a rough patch but it was like pretty early on in the relationship mm-hmm. like it shouldn't be that bad that quickly so you were three weeks then <laughs> yeah three weeks then. I just remember like the, okay so she took the aura picture and like we're going through each person and she was like um I mean, she made me cry, but she was like, um, you should know that there are other people out there who will love you. And it was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, you just like, I'm going to cry now. But like, you just hit me in the feels because I think as fat women, we automatically like stay in relationships Mm -hmm. because we're like, well, who else is going to want me? Right. Yeah. And not to get all deep or whatever, but I was kind of like, yeah, you're right. Did I stay for three more months? Yes. (laughs) But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, I don't know. I think that like, we definitely have a tendency to do that, but like Natalie's right. If they're not putting in the effort and they just stopped, I mean, you can have like one or two conversations about it, but if it's like a continuous thing, do Mm -hmm. not stick around. Like we deserve just as much as anyone else yeah people change and people grow and like even like terry like i've i've had to be like listen like i have some like needs that aren't being met and like he was like i'll adapt i had to communicate that which Mm -hmm. (laughs) isn't hard but you need to like just be honest and Mm -hmm. like just stop like chasing so hard but just be honest with what you need and like if they don't adapt or if they make you feel like you're too much for like requesting which we never are women are more like abundant than men could ever be so anything you're requesting from a man is probably so easy to do and he will get it in return tenfold and if a man ever makes you feel like you're too much for for stating what you need from him whether it's like communication or his effort bye just bye and you're like Alex every woman stays I've stayed in relationships way too I know. long and that's I've not just fat women I know that that's not just fat women it's everyone because I think like, like I said earlier, it's like women in general, we just like automatically like think things will get better. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. It's not like you can't, you can say it's like, no matter what, run away. Right. Like sometimes it Mm -hmm. does get better. So, you know, like you're saying, Natalie, it's like, you have to be honest about that conversation. You can't like say, you can't can't say nothing and expect it to get better. Um, But we had conversations and it just, it was a lot of the same. Did get better? No, it got worse. <laughs> no. No. Okay, Natalie, earlier you said something and like, I saw it on your Instagram this morning as well. You block mm-hmm. all guys that follow you? Hell fucking yeah. Every and single I- one? Yes. Wait, or just the creepy ones? Um, No, every single one, unless oh. I know them, unless they are a person. Okay. I gave them my Instagram and said, you can, like, I have like a couple coworkers who are guys who like follow me and like they can follow me but I block okay. every single male 
don't care what you look like. I don't care who you are. If you've got a verified badge next to you and you're a DJ and you want to interview me, like I'll check for a message. But all men get blocked instantly because one, there was a point where like my, I think back in the 2014, 2015, I think my audience was like 50, 50 men and women. Mm. And I had a brand come to me and say, dude, like, why do you have so many male followers? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I never thought about it. that's before like Instagram launched the insights, you know, mm-hmm. tab yeah. and shit. So I was just like, oh, I don't know. And so I want to say in 2016, that's when I started making an effort to block all men. And it was because of the messages I was receiving. It was because like, obviously I don't create content for them. And so, I mean, that's like, it's just, it sucked for my growth, you know, but I, I just, I can't with the messages. It just can't. And then I also can't with missing out on things because I'm talking to a bunch of men. (laughs) How many dick pics have you gotten? Like, I would love to. A lot. And luckily Instagram (laughs) implemented that, like, um, that like photo preview now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you get a message from someone you don't follow or they don't, or, you know, like this, that, and the other, they block out the image first. So usually I just directly block and just move. So I've only gotten one <laughs> yeah. and I feel offended, honestly. Mm. How have I not gotten mm-hmm. more? Well, if you would like access to my Snapchat, you can see all the dick pics. I still, Wait, what I does still, that mean? I still get listeners who send me dick pics from like when I was listeners? in radio. Yeah, from when I was in radio. <sighs> That's creepy. I mean, I guess it's the same thing, but yeah, creepier. I don't know. It's creepier because it's like, I have to search you out. I have to take a picture mm-hmm. of my dick. Like it's a little different on Instagram. You're probably already jerking off. Like it's already easy to yeah. like just send a dick pic. But like if you're on Snapchat, no. I don't know. You don't Wait, agree, uh, Natalie? Is Instagram, is Instagram the new Pornhub? I don't what what's I going hope, on. I hope it's not. I feel like God. it has to be for I, some men. It is, it is for well, all the, the guys, like 19 Moroccan men who are up in my DMs every day. <laughs> Well, you guys saw the story. Was, can I talk about this on the podcast? Like what yeah. actually was sent? Of yeah, course. Of course. Yeah. The, the guy who sent me a message, his profile picture was of a woman. So I immediately thought like, okay, someone sent me a voice message. Like this is probably like something I should listen to. Yeah. And so I listened to it. And at first I didn't know what was happening, but it was a guy beating off, like an audio message of him, like beating off. <sighs> and I went to the profile picture and like, or I went to the profile and it was a bunch of pictures of a guy. And then I realized like, holy shit. And Weird. that was poor. Like that is- That's so gross. That that's so violating. It is. It's, it's, it's very violating. That's just one of the many reasons I just block them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I feel like my content definitely doesn't bring all the men to the yard. So um, I don't really <laughs> have- a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Alex, you're hot. You're oh my god I've always oh I remember this time I met you uh we were at Denise's birthday party mm-hmm. and I and you were talking to you were talking to a really cute guy there I feel like we were at like brunch yes and I just remember, like seeing your hair I was like wow she's so pretty like her hair is so long like mm-hmm. she's just so beautiful and I was like you know it makes sense like I like went to her <laughs> like I would that's like that's the first impression I ever had of you Aww. in person oh my god Nikki this is another Straight time up. I met a man in the wild yeah, I just don't understand just how it happens. Like, good for you. I'm how kidding. does I'm it kidding. happen? Can you teach me? I actually like, think you- that he came up to me to mm-hmm. ask about Denise. I don't think that had anything oh. to do with me. No. Yeah, really? We, yeah, because Denise and we all ended up hanging out after with these guys. And we went to, like, three bars, which, guys, pre-COVID times. How fun were those? All I want to do is sit at a bar right now. Yeah, That's we were at brunch. I just remember I got a whole bottle of wine for myself at that brunch. Just for me. That tracks. That tracks. Yes, it does track. And I drank it all. And then we went to two more bars and it was Sunday. And I remember like people were being like, one more. And I was like, I don't know. Should I? <laughs> all right, let's do it. <laughs> and those guys had to go get on a flight that night. What? Crazy. Wow. I just like taking. Well, I just thought he was so you he might have been maybe I turned him down who knows who knows what happened that was a long time Natalie and I have known each other for a a long time like but have only hung out like once (laughs) we're gonna have (laughs) to 
we're gonna have to change that that's true natalie and i mainly talk on dm and that's why i feel like you're my best friend it's fine oh that that's like that's like the best to me i I, I love that we can be best friends in the wild if you want of course i do you know that well i mean mainly we talk about food and i don't know we talk about all sorts of stuff i feel like i stalk you it's fine i'm a super fan can we just make a pact, like all three of us? Because like I would love to be best friends with both of you. Yes. Like, yes. you when we can get the vaccine, or like when bars open up, whatever happens first, we'll go. Vaccine. How's dating during the pandemic been for you guys? It sucks. Yeah, I would say non-existent yeah. for me. But it's I really hard. For Nikki, it's been. You've been still getting dates and stuff. Yeah, I've dated. I have dated. Um, I went out with a guy a couple of times this summer. I've dated three guys in the pandemic, mm-hmm. like from summer to a little after Christmas. And then I guess like with the show, we're dating guys too. But like yeah. in real life, like non-virtually. Nikki had I've her two dates this guys. weekend. So mm-hmm. it's exciting. Can you guys talk about the show at all? I'm so excited for it. Yeah, we've talked about it. We've talked about it a little bit. I think we well, we can't talk about the dates because you know, like yeah. just watch the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but cool. it's been interesting for sure. I think like a lot of the same, like a lot of the same issues. I feel like have um, that I like think when I'm dating online have come up with this too, and I didn't really expect that because it's like they actually are, you know, applying to date you. And Mm -hmm. I'll still be like, oh, I'm nervous that they're not going to think I'm pretty or I'm Mm -hmm. nervous that, you know, they're going to be like, oh, she's a lot bigger than I thought. You know, it's like still, I think I thought that like if I was in this situation that it would change because it's like different, but it's not like, I think I still have all the same hangups. You have to have conversations with yourself about it still all the Mm -hmm. time, which sucks, but it is what it is. Right. I don't know. It's been fun. I think, uh been an experience that's for sure yeah it's been an experience i'm excited for alex to go on her i know i have my dates this weekend natalie i'm nervous yes and i picked her guys well these two guys i picked so far i know i like literally know nothing about them i feel like dating in quarantine might like i I don't know i'm I'm like a big fan of getting to know someone like yeah. getting to know their personality, you know, like their routines before mm-hmm. like meeting up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you really have to like be selective with who you meet up with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be really cool. But yeah, I'm sure it is also really frustrating. See, and I'm very much in that, like it, it changed with quarantine or like after, yeah. you know, because I dated after quarantine, like when things started opening up, you know, in the summer. Um, but I'm very much the we can talk for a little bit, but I don't want to talk to you for more than like two days before we set up a date because I want to actually get to know you. I don't want to like become like invested in this online person. Oh man. Have I done that like 9 million times Mm -hmm. when I first started doing, when I first moved back to Chicago. So, you know, like 10 years ago, (laughs) um, not really, (laughs) but you know, it feels like that. Um, I started, I did like match and I met a guy and we talked on the phone every night for like two weeks before we met. And I was like, guys, this is the one, like, he's amazing. And was then, that your choice to talk on the phone for two weeks or his? Yeah. But this is like in the olden days. Okay. I'm not like trying to be dramatic, but like people would like on match and stuff, we would send these epic emails to each other. Like this is old school. Like it doesn't happen okay. like this anymore. Dating has evolved on dating apps too. And I feel like I've been through all the phases. This one sucks the most because it's like literal, like no one gives a fucking shit. And Mm -hmm. back then it was like, at least you would send huge emails about your life and stuff back and forth. And then finally you'd be like, okay, here's my phone number. You were investing months of your time with these people. And I think we decided to talk on the phone and then we couldn't see each other for like two weeks or something. So um, he was, I think, traveled for work. God, this is so long ago. I have literally no idea. But like, we were this invested that he like came and picked me up at my house in a car, like drove me to the date. Danger, danger. No, but I was so convinced that he was like the person. Uh But you know what happened? He saw me and he did the look. Mm. 
the look of like you're fat yeah and guys like I was at least like 30 40 pounds lighter than two so mm-hmm. to me like so just because he was not skinny but yeah. I could see it in his face and then I feel like the date was weird because I felt uncomfortable the whole time it's like we got to know each other so well and we had such good vibes and then at the end it was just like you know he made a flash decision about me in the mm-hmm. moment and I couldn't get over it didn't think about the months of you guys talking and actually who you were right he didn't care and I remember he was older too I was really into older men for a long time I know I guess I'm still into older men I might have a problematic opinion here and you guys can cut this out if you need to but what <laughs> the fuck is not to love about fat women I just I don't mean to ba- I'm not gonna bash on thin people because mm. I just don't have but why like what is not like our bodies are soft like they are literally beautiful like the way our bodies are shaped like inc- like incredible like I like I don't understand like I really don't understand I don't understand why people are so like opposed to dating a fat person like reach I get that the media and all this shit tells mm-hmm. you like oh thin women are the way to go but they weren't creating so- statues of thin women back in the day no they sure fucking weren't <laughs> they weren't <laughs> you know and so I don't understand and and Terry says this all the time like sometimes he'll and like this might be problematic too but sometimes he'll like we'll be watching The Bachelor or something and like he'll pop in here and there and he's like he just gets mad and he's coming to turn this off. And I'm like, why? He's like, it's just skinny white women. Like, what is there? Like, what is that? Like, what are you doing with that? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? And I'm like, honestly, I like, I agree. I don't know. I'm just like, I mean, I agree too. To Obviously I did a whole rant on TikTok about it. I agree. Like, and honestly, the bachelor is going to die if they don't evolve soon. Like this is, they need to like, really, I know that they think that this is like what everyone wants and maybe like 15% of the people who saw my TikTok agree. But most people that like 90, there was like what, 93K views or something. Majority of them were saying like, yes, we want more. A diversity on every fucking level, right? Like it's just, I'm, I'm over it too. Like it's, I'm sick of it. I don't care if like, that's what you think isn't First of all, this is reality TV. Then let's show real people, real bodies, and like not these Instagram models. Like, I guess, well, you could argue that's what we are too. But um, <laughs> like, <laughs> let's see less of like the same person over and over and over again. Like, I did this like fuck Mary Kill thing on um, my Instagram, and people were putting in like bachelor guys, and I'm like, literally, this is just the same man over and over like there's nothing yeah. discerning about these guys other than like one's a bigger dick than the other like they all look alike you know honestly matt james is the, is the same guy too he's not much different either natalie mm-hmm. thank you for saying that because Sorry. i agree with you and honestly like i feel like this is probably more problematic than anything that you said but it's like i i feel like they picked a guy a black guy who they could he like they were like okay let's pick a guy who's like the most christian like he has a white mom let's make sure that he's the most like perfect black guy for white people to digest so Mm -hmm. that people are comfortable with him being on tv and getting a white woman at the end because Mm -hmm. that's his preference and i don't think that that's i know that that's you know a lot of people don't want that to happen at the end but I don't know that's a whole other conversation the the hard part here is that it's like you picked someone that you know is like whitewashed basically and will be comfortable to people who aren't comfortable with black people being on their tv and finding love and it sucks yeah, I agree with that. I agree and you know today I was re-watching Sean Lowe's season I don't know because I have literally nothing to watch but it was just like on Hulu and it like <laughs> circled after I watched the most recent episode yeah. of Bachelor literally and I also really like Catherine but anyways um, I do too. and I don't watch The Bachelor like that I really don't if it's if it's like on and I have nothing to do on a Tuesday because I have like the cheaper version of Hulu then I'll I'll watch it My but mm-hmm. I was watching John Lowe season and I was just thinking like you know why would it why why not introduce plus size women or even like thicker women like why not mm-hmm. and I was thinking what if 
that just meant more work for the producers. Like, because they'd have to make sure they were editing out. Like every time a girl was like, well, he can't choose her. She's like sad, you know? Like yeah. I was thinking like, what if it was more work to like keep everyone being like, okay guys, let's not be problematic. Like, let's not, yeah. you know. Well, no, know. it's the, it's the EP on the show. They're fat phobic. They've said they would never have a fat girl on the show. So didn't yeah. Chris Harrison say the same thing? Like he was in an interview and they were like, it's never going to happen. That's not what America wants. Mm-hmm. America also, Chris Harrison also like spews what the machine tells him to say. I so. know I'm not blaming Chris yeah. Harrison because he's a god. I love him, and um, mm-hmm. I would. Did, were you about to say he's a god? I was about <laughs> to say that. Thank you for calling it out. <laughs> oh my god, you guys! I've been watching since day one, and here's the thing: a lot of people. Shut up, Nikki. A lot of people. Um, <laughs> a lot of people say like I don't know why you still watch it like because it's so problematic and whatever and it's like is it for Chris Harrison obviously he's a god what happened when he leaves I don't know I'll be really really okay I think like Jojo sucked as a host yeah that wasn't great that wasn't Mm -hmm. good I think like the nostalgia thing is one right like I love it's nostalgia for me because I've watched it forever but I think, mm-hmm. too, people are like, well, why would you watch it if you know it's never going to change? And it's like, well, we never thought that there would be a Black Bachelor. And now there's a Black mm-hmm. Bachelor. And maybe he's not the perfect, like, what we want. Like, you know, Natalie and I just basically <laughs> hated on him for 15 minutes. But, mm-hmm. like, at least it's progress of some sort. And it's like, if we can't try to want to move things forward, then why do we even try at all? And mm-hmm. I, I think, like, you know, it's baby steps, but it's baby steps. So if I complain about it enough, maybe it'll happen not in my dating lifetime, like hopefully, meaning that I hopefully find someone before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, um, also I'm too old to be on The Bachelor. Claire's like the oldest one and everyone hated it so much because she was so horrible. She was a horrible, horrible representation of older women for us. <laughs> Nobody hated it because she was older. Everyone just hated it because it was like her. No, her. but it's like she ruined it for us all. No, I'm so over her. I wanted Tasha to be the Bachelorette. I mean, she ended yeah. up being the Bachelorette, and they were like, "Our new Bachelorette is Claire Crawley." I was like, "Who the fuck is this bitch?" And don't even get me started on Juan Pablo season. I couldn't even mm-hmm. watch past episode three. I was like, "Ew, get this yeah. away from me." He was. Just I mean, argue, arguable. Oh my god, I've had too much wine. No, arguably <laughs> the worst Bachelor in Bachelor history is Juan Pablo. But then, like. Okay, I would rate it then like Ari because he's, he's like the worst kisser I've ever seen in my life. It like literally makes me want to vomit thinking about him kissing. And then, um, and then uh, Pete, Pilot Pete, he was like, oh, wait, guys, breaking news. Maybe breaking you news. saw it. Did you see that him and Dustin? moved in together in new york or they're in new york dustin's moving to new york and pilot bachelor yeah that's from chicago yeah dustin put like up a story and he moved to new york and it says like my new home and then tag pilot pete and like pete's dancing around so i'm thinking they might have moved in an apartment together do we need to pause while we all watch the story i'm gonna i'm gonna pause he's like this hot black guy on mm-hmm. he was from hannah b's season and he's in chicago and i thought he had better oh the guy that's rep by ken, ken management yep that guy wait i don't know him who's that this is dustin is that him yeah and it says and it says new york oh my god it doesn't um, even look oh. like him New home, who dis? And then it's him and Pilot Pete. Interesting. So, like, do they live they, together now? Are they like a couple? I mean, <laughs> so he did quarantine with Kelly and Pilot Pete. Oh, right. You're right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Mm, so interesting. So, so in, but yeah. So Pete sorry. Is. Yeah, we've like veered off <laughs> way hard. We always do that though. We always talk about reality TV. I'm sorry that it's a real interest of mine, Nikki, and that, like, I can't bottle it up. I know. You can't bottle it up. All right, Natalie, one last question. You ready for this? 
Are you ready for this? Are you ready for it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you could give advice to other women who are scared of dating, like in general, mainly because of their bodies, like what advice would you give them if you could give them any advice? Well, I mean, I feel like you guys have already given so much good advice. And thank you. I I mean, okay, so maybe, maybe one, maybe one thing I would say is if you're afraid to date because of your body, I would spend time getting to know your body better Mm. and falling in love with your body. Mm. That may sound cliche or like, where do I start with that? I recommend reading this book. Um, I read this book. It's called Pussy, A Reclamation. It's by Regina Thomas Hauer. This book totally changed my life and it allowed me to like connect with myself and my feminine divinity and my sensuality and let's let's just say this after I read the book I went to a live seminar in New York City on the book and then I met Terry boom I'm reading the book this weekend yeah I'm gonna buy this book that book it's guys it is seriously crazy and the woman who wrote it she is incredible like she's incredible and this book is amazing and so I would just you know I go to therapy. I, you know, am a confident woman, but I still work on my myself and my body and my love and my acceptance for my body every single day. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. I like have to look in the mirror some days and like struggle to find like one or two things I really like about myself. And sometimes when I'm like talking to myself, like I love your, like I love my thighs or I love this about myself. Like sometimes I cry because it's not easy to accept yourself. Right. And it doesn't really matter what size you are because thin women have this struggle too. Mm-hmm. And you really have to just like, if you're afraid to date because of your body, get to know your body better and appreciate it and learn to love it and learn to like find it sexy. Yeah. Like sometimes, I mean, this it's, it's, it's all on a, like on a scale here, <laughs> like, or uh, <laughs> it's, it's on a spectrum, I should say because some days I'm crying, you know, but other days, like, I could, like, appreciate my body in a way that, like, turns me on, and being that empowered, going into dating, no man could tell you anything, and I think that's where you need to start, is just, like, just learn to, like, let, take a bath in, like, milk and honey, like, do things that, like, literally just set your soul on fire, you know, because that's, it starts there. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. It's like, I mean, I think Nikki and I have talked about like knowing yourself sexually, right? But it's like mm-hmm. knowing your whole body your and whole self. being. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. Maybe I'll love my arms after reading that book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, and it doesn't even talk about your body. It just talks about like connecting to your like inner femininity and your, mm-hmm. your sensuality that you naturally have. And like, connecting with that like really just kind of it ignites this whole like wave of love for yourself and also I would say like my whole perspective on dating changed when I changed the statement that like I would be lucky to find somebody that was always my statement like I would be lucky to find someone to love me mm-hmm. but I changed that to anyone would be lucky to be loved by me and yes. once I changed that mentality things just changed so you yeah, got to think of it that way. Yeah, that's amazing. That's really, yeah. I think that's true for me. I feel that like was that's better advice we, than we've ever given. Yeah, 100%. No. So, Should like, you replace me? I know. It can be Alex and Natalie. <laughs> I like that Nikki took herself <laughs> out of the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need you guys. I okay. Every episode. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> as um, you grab as you grab your whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I, it's fine. It's fine. I'm. I classed it up tonight for Natalie instead of wine out of a mug. I'm drinking whiskey on the rock. Out of like a real glass. Out of a real glass. Real class. Mm-hmm. Real class. Mm-hmm. With my dogs like hanging in his bag asleep between my legs. It's fine. <laughs> oh, he's getting out now. He knows that it's close <laughs> to the end. He's gonna be able to move around now. <laughs> yeah. Like mom, can we stop talking about your sex life and start talking about mine again? 
Yeah, he's like, when do I get to have my next sex session? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you call Otis's mom and be like, hey, just so you know. <laughs> They've been exposed. <laughs> well, this was honestly so thank you so much, Natalie. Yeah, thank you so much. Our first guest and talking all things yeah. with us. Is there anything Terry wanted you to like pass on to us? Mm. When I asked Terry if there's anything he'd like me to say on his behalf, he just wanted to say that like he loves the fat bitches. Yes. And take it take it for what it is, but that's him in yeah. a nutshell. And but I love him for it. So. I mean, we love him for it. And yeah. we love Terry. I love that. But seriously, thank you ladies for all that you do and for sharing and always being like so honest because it seriously helps everyone and like I'm a woman in a relationship and like I get so much life from your guys' podcast so like you guys are really I appreciate you guys thank you that means a lot I'm excited that we our first guest was you so thank you yes thank you I'm so honored seriously well thank you guys for joining us and I know we get it Ted we're done (laughs) time's up I got it <laughs> right. Well, like we'd like to sign off, Natalie, so you have to do it with us. You ready? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.